followers do not equal dollars. And it doesn't matter how many followers you have, if they're not interacting with you, liking your content, buying from you, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. My name is Sarah Liberali. I'm a former special education teacher that started a small business as a side hustle for some extra cash and then accidentally quit my job and suddenly found myself here talking to you. After five years in business generating over seven figures in revenue, I've decided I can help others do the same. So what does that mean? I help badass female-owned companies optimize their business and create stunning content. Are you a fierce female entrepreneur looking to elevate your business game? You're in the right place. But this isn't just about business. It's about embracing who you are, speaking your truth, demanding what you deserve, and finding joy in your everyday. This is the Alpha Align Podcast. Hi, I am Sarah Liberelli, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Alpha Align Podcast. Episode two, which took me like a month to finally get around to recording, but I'm going to show up more consistently from here on out, which I'm really excited about. So let's break into today's episode. So today I'm going to talk to you about how to get more views on social media. So the number one question that I get asked by businesses that want to work together is how to get more followers. They want to get more followers. They want more likes. They want more engagement. And I don't blame you. We all want that. But I just want to preface this entire episode by saying that followers do not equal dollars. And it doesn't matter how many followers you have. If they're not interacting with you, liking your content, buying from you, it doesn't matter how many followers you have. They need to be investing with you and committed to you. The way to do that is you. You're the reason that they shouldn't just go buy from Amazon. People want to buy from people. So you need to show up as a person with your brand and sell that way. You can't just show your product and expect people to want to buy from you because there's so many places to buy from. No one is inventing anything new right now. Basically, every business has already been done by someone else. Unless you're creating some like new innovative technology that belongs on like Shark Tank, someone realistically has already done it before you. What makes you different is the you and how you market it. So let me give you an example for my business. I did not invent owning a women's clothing store. Clearly, there are probably millions of them. I, there's probably a hundred of them in Western New York alone, realistically. I mean, there's there's so many options to buy from. What makes you stand out? What makes you different? Well, the thing that made me different, I carry on-trend clothing at an affordable price, and I show you how to style it. That was always my thing. I've kind of been slacking on that lately, but that was always my thing. You know, there's you could buy this dress that I'm selling from VG Dolls or 12th Tribe or one of the other hundreds of boutiques that buy from the same manufacturers that I do. I'm not creating anything brand new. I'm just marketing it different. I heard recently, this is like interesting. So I heard recently on a podcast and I, I don't remember what podcast it was. So I apologize for not giving it proper credit, but they were talking about fame and how fame is fake. And it's basically just a concept that you can use for your own brand. It's how you can be known and how you can be seen. And fame can come in two ways. It can either be built or it can be manufactured. So the two ways to do that are, like I said, pay for it or use social media. I mean, it's very easy to build fame with social media these days. Now, I want to preface this by saying that I know I'm not famous. <laughs> I don't want anyone to have this misconception that I think I'm famous. But a humble brag, people know me. You know, people recognize my face as the owner of the Rose Hanger shop. When we go into restaurants or whatever, there's always girls that come up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, you own the Rose Hanger. I love your stuff. I shop from you all the time, blah, 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 blah. I'm wearing your shirt. 
you know, it, it happens. It happens often to the point where my husband like rolls his eyes and asks if I can like fit my head through the door because, you know, some girl came up to me and like was excited to meet me. And it's really cool. Don't get me wrong. But that concept of building your own fame for your business helps you build your brand. Let me give you some more examples. So like, what about like, oh my God, what was his name? The the huge guy, this Billy Fusillo. God rest his soul. I believe he passed away. But Everyone knew him. They knew his face. They knew his voice. He was paying for ads. He was showing up on the radio, on the TV. He was everywhere. Uh, if you're not from Western New York, you probably don't know who I'm talking about, but he was Western New York famous. You know, he's not He's not a celebrity. He's not a Kardashian. You know, he's not well-known around the world, but he's well-known in Western New York. Other people that are doing this well, let me give you like a, a, a right now example. Oh, oh my gosh. Bleached by Abigail. Bleached by Abigail Lee. She, in my opinion, has manufactured her own fame through social media. People recognize her. People love her. They want to buy from her. There are so many people doing Bill stuff and there's so many people doing Bill stuff well, but the thing that makes her unique is her. And I think that she's done an excellent job with that. But there's a difference between being a brand and a business. You're establishing your brand for your business. Business is a product. It's an offer. It's something that you're selling. The brand is the person behind it, the human connection. So how do you build that fame? Well, the first way you can do it is you can pay for it. For example, let me give you an example of me. If every day I show up in social media and I spend $10 on a targeted ad on Facebook and Instagram targeting only women in Western New York looking to buy young contemporary clothing, and I run that ad for an entire year, guess what? I will be Western New York famous. I will be recognizable. People would know my face. I have just printed my own fame. So full transparency, I truthfully don't really run ads for Rose Hanger. I'm actually starting one this week. It's been a while since I've done it. I've built that business completely organically. I have probably only spent... I don't know, I'd say in the last five years, less than $1,000 on paid ads. My business was built very organically. And to speak on the algorithm, I will say that I'm finding this specifically true for product-based businesses, that if you're not paying for ads, you're probably not seeing the engagement you once were if you have a business account. The algorithm definitely is favoring people that are investing into the platform. So that is something to consider and something that I have kind of been just like saying to people that it's not a bad idea to try if you feel like your views are down, your engagement's down. And I also just want to say when it comes to social media, people give up way too soon. I have shown up, oh my gosh, almost every single day for the last five years. And guess what? I still never got as big as I wanted to. And that consistency is so important. I'm going to give you some stats. So approximately 20% of new businesses fail during the first two years of being open, 45% during the first five years and 65% during the first 10 years, and only 25% of new businesses make it to 15 years or more. Businesses don't fail because they didn't post on Instagram. <laughs> like, it's silly to think of it that way. But businesses fail because they give up too soon. You see people winning, and you think that it's going to happen fast. But you can't run an ad and show up on social media for 30 days and think that you're going to, like, ball out. That's, that's just not how it works. You need to humble yourself, and you have to do the work. It's not a summer season. It's It's a a year's season. Successful people always have great stories because it sucked in the beginning. You failed because you stopped. Businesses fail because they quit. Great business owners have a struggle story because it's really freaking hard. I mean, that's it. That's why they all have that that story. Think of um even the Amazon guy. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now, but like you always see that picture of him at that desk with the Amazon banner behind his head. Guess what? He had to hustle his butt off for a really long time to get where he is. So let's focus a little bit more on the algorithm. And I have one more little takeaway before I get into some actionable steps that you can take to really help with your engagement and your social media presence. 
And I always, always tell people this, but you don't own your audience on social media and it is controlled by the algorithm. We can go into some alternatives in the future, which would definitely be email marketing, but you're not going to beat the algorithm. It's not going to happen. You also don't own that audience. Instagram does. Think of the day that Instagram went down and like you couldn't reach anyone. What if Instagram disappeared tomorrow? Think of Vine. Okay, so I know Instagram has been a lot, around a lot longer, but think of Vine. There were people that were building their business and building this platform on Vine, thinking that they were like, you know, establishing their fame. And then Vine just disappeared one day. Is it going to happen with Instagram? You don't know. Probably not. But you need to make sure that you have control of that audience. So I always preface this by trying to get people off of the Instagram platform and onto their mailing list that they own. So the ways to be seen on social media happens two ways. You either pay for it or you create phenomenal content. And that's it. And I'll tell you this right now, boring will put you out of business. We live in a day where boring will literally put you out of business. If you're trying to show up on social media and you're not coming up with engaging content, people are not going to interact with you on social media. And then if you don't have that email list, how are you reaching them? So let's talk about a few things that you need to do to really create some great content. First is coming up with a recording setup that works for you and your business. You need to make sure the lens of your camera is clean. For the love of God, please clean your lens. You know, get a, invest in a tripod, maybe a ring light, you know, have good lighting and, and create content that looks like it was filmed well. That's going to be the first thing you need to really focus on. I mean, you don't need to go buy a professional camera. The, the cameras on iPhones now are more than enough quality that you need for anything that you're posting. If I'm going to be fully transparent, 99% of my Rose Hanger Shop website was shot on the front-facing camera of my iPhone. I have a professional camera. I use it. It's honestly too much work. I use my iPhone. And there's no reason you can't do it too. Just set it up so it's taking quality content. Make sure it's facing you. Don't have you half cut off in the video. Like, think about those little things. Like, when you're, like, pretend that this is really, like, your job. You're a, you're a content creator. If you're a business owner, you are also a part-time con content creator, unless you have a social media team. The next thing, step number two, that you need to be focusing on is the hook. The first thing out of your mouth will decide if someone is going to stick around with your content or not. People have the attention span of a fruit fly, and there is so much content out there right now. If people don't feel they're going to get something out of your content, they're going to keep scrolling. They need to know within seconds, is this going to entertain them, teach them something, add value in some way, or they're going to keep scrolling. They're going to go on to the next video. That's it. There's there's so much to consume. They don't need to waste time watching yours if they don't think they're going to like it. And they're only going to give it a chance if your hook is engaging. With your hook, you need to say it out loud and have it on the top of your screen. If you are recording yourself, leave space on the top of your screen to put words. Please do this. Don't have words scrolling across the front of your face. Make room for it. Make content intentionally. If you're looking for ideas for hook, if you don't really know what I mean by a hook, I'm going to attach the link in my show notes. Or you can also go over to Instagram and go to Alpha Align Agency on Instagram and DM me the word hook, H-O-O-K, and I'll send it to you. It's free. It's a bunch of hooks that'll just help you start off your content I won't spam you. You just need to give me your email address and I'll send it to your inbox. So yeah, so creating content with a good hook and a hook that's visible. Also, speaking of that, being visible, think about when you're watching content, how, how often your phone is on silent and that you're not actually listening to it. You're just watching the screen. So if you show the words on the screen, 
during your content, people are going to be able to stay engaged in it longer, especially if it's something that they need to be listening to. If it's just an audio playing on the screen, you don't necessarily need the words, obviously, unless you have something important to say. But if you're speaking, have the words on the screen. So number three is your length of content. And this is a question I get asked often is how long should my videos be? There's really no rule as long as your content's engaging. But let me break down for you a little bit about how the algorithm works. And this could potentially help with how long your content should be. The chances of you getting higher views is higher if you have shorter content. And let me explain why. So how the algorithm works is basically all of the social media platforms are fighting to keep you on the platform for as long as possible. They don't want you to leave. They don't want you to go somewhere else. They don't want you to exit out of your phone. So they're going to show you the best content that they could find on social media. So that way you're going to keep watching. So you need to be creating content that the Instagram wants to show people because it's the best. So the way the algorithm kind of reads that is a number of ways. But the number one thing is your length of watch time. How long are they watching your video? Are they staying on from beginning to end? That's amazing. Instagram's like, wow, this is really good. People want to watch this. They're going to send it out to more people. It starts in like a small little bowl and they feed it out, feed it out, feed it out. So they're going to send it out to the next batch of people. If people are still watching through to the end, next batch of people, same thing. And then that's how you go viral. People basically are watching your entire video from beginning to end. That is the key to going viral. Things like having them send it to a friend obviously gets you more views. Saves is really important. The Instagram does favor that. Comments are also, you know, beneficial because people are engaging. They're interacting with you. They like it. The least beneficial thing for you to help it happen in the algorithm is likes. Likes are nothing but a vanity metric. That's it. It's not doing anything for your business. Likes don't mean shit. I'm sorry. I, I think I said this was a PG podcast, but they don't. No one has ever said to me, my video got a thousand likes and I just bought a new Rolex. <laughs> like no one cares how many likes your video got. No one cares. You know what will make you money is someone watching your video and deciding they want to buy from you, work with you, invest in you. So here's my recommendation for length of video content. I would recommend doing two long form videos to every one short form video. And I like to think of that as essentially two different audiences. My long form videos are my higher ticket audience. They're the people that are probably going to convert. They're the people that want to hear what I have to say. They're going to listen to beginning to end. They are involved, engaged. They like it. The short form, the B-roll content, the, the you know trending audios, those are going to be the quick wins. But that short form content, are, is your low, it's your low ticket offer. You're going to get way more engagement way more you're gonna you're gonna build you're gonna build your audience and an audience of of a tribe of people that want to follow you if you create long-form engaging content it should be thought-provoking solution-oriented someone should get something out of your content they're looking for something and you're answering it you're getting them the answer that they're wanting and with it being long it doesn't mean people won't watch it just because it's long i mean have you ever sat through a really long movie if your content is good, people are going to watch it. Good content will rise to the top. But again, boring will put you out of business. It's not too long or too short. It's just too boring. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone with that. <laughs> so how do you create interesting content? You need to solve a problem. You need to entertain. You need to be engaging. I mean, those things, those things are important. So the way to do that, and this is my favorite way to create content, and this is just going to give you some actionable steps that you can take to create content that's going to be engaging, is you need to first start off, identify your ideal client and stop making content for yourself and start making it for your audience, for your clients. 
What do they want to see? List out all the problems that might be specific to your audience and then literally answer those questions. If you make, I don't know, make a list of 10 problems, answer all 10 of those questions, make a few of them two-parters, and you have 14 days of content. Like you just need to answer the question that they're asking. There's another way to do this is you can go to answerthepublic.com. This is not sponsored. I don't get anything from this. And they are a paid service. All you do when you go there is you type in a subject and it could be any subject that you think of. It could be related to your niche. And it will tell you every question that's being asked around that topic according to Google. Then make your content based on what people are asking. Have the answer and get it to them fast. So you are most powerfully positioned to serve the person you once were. So give them relatable content, showing them that you've been through it, you've walked through those steps, you've been in their shoes, and answer the questions that you have the answers to that they're looking for. You don't need to be an expert to be sharing on a topic that you're knowledgeable about. You just need to have a 10% edge. You need to be 10% more knowledgeable than your audience, and you can leverage that audience. You don't need to be light years ahead. You just need to be a few steps. Let me just do a quick recap because I kind of went off in a little bit of a tangent. Your actionable steps for creating better content is going to be starting with your quality of recording. Record high quality content. Come up with a good hook. Don't be boring. Create content that's a mixture of long form and short form. You can post pictures, but where you're really going to get the leads, the interaction, the engagement, the audience building is going to be from your videos. And you need to solve a problem, entertain and figure out exactly what it is your audience wants to see. And one more thing. If something that you're doing is not performing well, don't keep doing it. Try something different. Don't keep recreating the same thing over and over and over again if it's not working. What is the quote? Insanity. I forget what the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I know it's something like that. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. But don't be insane. <laughs> if something's not working, try something different. If you keep making the same type of videos and they're not landing, try something different. I very often will go on TikTok and look up what people in my field are doing and look to them for inspo. Now, mind you, I'm not copying. Do not go on to TikTok and just copy some profile from beginning to end and recreate all their videos in your voice. You need to be creating authentic content. There's so much inspiration out there for things that you can and should be doing. Please go try it. I hope this was helpful. I, I'm still getting used to this podcasting thing. I'm very new to this space, but let me know if you try any of these things and if they work. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Alpha Align podcast. I'm Sarah Liberelli. Get out there and start building the business of your dreams.